The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. afternoon and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. James Redfield was our very first interview on the Authentic Living Show, and at that time, almost three years ago, he was talking about the secret of Shambhala and the waking up process. And I, along with many others, including many of yourselves, have been awaiting the 12th insight ever since. Well, it's finally out, and James is our guest again today to tell us all about the 12th insight, the hour of decision. And who in this world of ever-evolving consciousness doesn't know who James Redfield is? For he can accurately be called one of the founding fathers of the current human potential movement. James is the New York Times best-selling author of The Celestine Prophecy. In 1995 and 1996, The Celestine Prophecy was the number one American book in the world and the number one international bestseller of 1996. This phenomenal novel spent over three years on the New York Times bestsellers list. He continued the story with the sequels, The Tenth Insight, Holding the Vision, and The Secret of Shambhala, In Search of the Eleventh Insight. The final installment in the Celestine series is the Twelfth Insight, The Hour of Decision, which was released on Tuesday, February the 15th by Grand Central Publishing. James Redfield is also the author of the nonfiction title Celestine Vision and the co-author of God in the Evolving Universe. He co-wrote and co-produced the film version of the Celestine Prophecy movie, and he and his wife Sally Redfield are also the founders of the Global Prayer Project, a very active world group of visionary prayers bringing peace and healing to the world. Welcome, James. I'm so glad to get to talk with you again about this wonderful book. Well, thank you. Nice to be with you. Absolutely. So, well, let's just jump right in there. Let's kind of do a little review here. The first nine insights revealed the truth that there's something much deeper going on here than merely surviving for a number of years and trying to relate to an abstract God. They revealed a whole other dimension of life. The tenth insight took on the afterlife, lifting the veil between life and death, and the eleventh studied our deepest, deepest urges to manifest our own ideal as individuals and as a collective. And the twelfth is the fourth book in the series. So what is this one about? Well, it's the uh, it's it's where we uh, uh, take all that we've uh, learned and talked about and and uh, uh, thought about and put it and 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 begin to integrate uh, uh, this all this information into the way we live every day. So uh, that is the uh, the twelfth insight. The book is, uh, of course, another exploration of that, but. Uh, yeah, this is the book I think that is uh, uh, about how we're actually living uh, spiritually 
Yeah, so we're going to sort of reconnect, and while we're doing that, we're going to talk a little bit about the possibility that this 12th Insight book offers us a, 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 an edge over, you know, it talks about the idea that uh, this insight is necessary to the bringing us to a point of an hour of decision. Um, I'm going to let James tell you more about that, but we all know that when we study, uh, we, we begin to relate to another dimension of ourselves, and also then begin to uh, relate to a dimension of uh, something higher than ourselves and put those two together. What we come up with is uh, a dimension of living our lives right here on planet Earth, not waiting till the afterlife to have joy and peace and harmony, but having it right here and right now. And so that's a big piece of what this book is all about. And uh, of course, the, uh, the, the, our deepest urges to manifest our, our own ideals has everything to do with authentic living. Uh, you know, we've talked about that many times on the show before and uh, have, have come to understand that authenticity or all, the authentic self is the same as the soul. And so when we live on this earth plane in our souls, we are beginning to work through these uh, various insights that James talks about in his book, the first nine, the tenth, and the eleventh. And um, so he's, in this book, he sort of clarifies the discussion that's on the table right now about 2012, and we're going to ask him about that in a few minutes when he comes back to the show. And uh, also, uh, he talks a good bit about synchronicity, and we're also going to be talking a good deal about that when he comes back to the show. And I know you're all anxious to hear again from him, as opposed to just hear me blabber about it, but uh, I'm sure that the radio station is going to be connecting him here, here right again in just a few minutes. Um, so, in terms of uh, what he's talking about, he's just mentioned, uh, that is that these truths get integrated in the 12th insight. There's an integration that occurs as a result of living through the first nine insights into the 11th and into the, into the 10th, excuse me, and then into the 11th and then finally into the 12th and the story unfolds just like a novel and it starts off with the same characters and and will uh, his sidekick and uh their journey into a very um intense kind of 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 uh dichotomy between people who want to uh destroy the world and people who are reconsidering that whole aspect of doom for the world and, and what happens in the end of that. So there's a whole lot going on there. And we all know about the, you know, the 2012 movie that came out this past year. And, um, you know, I just, the images of the commercial for that movie were uh, quite intense and uh, disarming uh, and alarming. We're going to take a break, James, and we'll be back in just a minute. Good. Look forward to it. for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. Mark your calendar for the Institute of Noetic Sciences 14th Biennial Conference, Noetic 2.0, Tools and Technologies for a World Transforming, July 20th to the 24th at the Weston Market Street Hotel in the heart of San Francisco. 
Deepak Chopra, Edgar Mitchell, Joanna Macy, and others will help you navigate a world transforming. Registration is now open and space is limited. So sign up now to join the IONS Global Community in July 2011. For more information, go to www.noetic.org. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back, and this time we're really back. Uh, we've corrected the problem uh, that we were having in the first segment, and I apologize to the listening audience and also to James for that problem, but we're moving forward now. So the question was, why not stop there? Why not stop at the 11th Insight? Why was the 12th Insight necessary? Well, you know, the, uh, as, I, as I was saying, these, uh, the insights, as I'm, I've been describing them since the Celsian Prophecy, are, are really... Uh, uh, Shifts in consciousness, shifts in the uh, clarity about how to live spiritually uh, that I've uh, that I've observed and that people have recognized. So, uh, what I'm doing with these books is really uh, attempting to describe in a in a in a story exactly how these insights are taking place and in the hope of uh, clarifying these for folks and. And I just believe that uh you know it's been a while since the the third book, and it uh you know it, because I, I really felt like I wanted to see something you know, uh you know some clarification of what was happening out there and I, I really do think now that uh there really is what I would call a twelfth insight you know the mind calendar calls it something else there's uh the hope you call it another you know and uh have another label for it but it's a quickening of spirituality. It's a, cl- a clarity that's coming in to human culture, I believe. So the twelfth insight was an attempt again to describe this, how it feels, uh, the, the 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 clarity, uh, the details of this clarity that we're getting. So uh, that's exactly what I've done, and uh, uh, it's uh, uh, 
it's a uh, it's a book that again takes the reader on a journey, and that journey is exploring this new clarity about how to take all this abstract knowledge we've had and really bring it down to to ordinary life and and uh, to live differently because of this clarity that that's coming in. Yeah, and I think that's really important. There's a lot of um, talking heads out there, <laughs> with, including all, uh, myself, with, where we talk a lot about this stuff, but we really do need to be able to walk it, don't we? Well, I th- and I think that's what's happening. Uh, you know, it's it's just uh, we're all feeling an urge right now, for instance, to uh, really do something about about this the, the level of corruption and 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 inauthenticity uh, in the world. And uh, what we're doing is, is just because so much is coming to light, uh, so many imperfections in the world are coming to light, uh, at every level, government, business, uh, how the economy functions around us. Uh, and because of that, we're moving from this world that's inauthentic and, and outright deception, deceptive in so many ways, and we're coming back to an honoring of truth in, in our own individual lives. So what we're doing in terms of integrating a new, more lived spirituality is that we're starting at the beginning. That is, by centering ourselves in in a a new value for truth, even a kind of radical truth. And what happens is that when we do that, uh, we we find a new center for ourselves. You know, it feels like uh, becoming suddenly more of the star of your own movie, so that the action is all revolving around us now and and that's not it to to any way say uh, you know in a self-centered or egotistical way this is a a way that gives us a new clarity about who we are and what our soul's dream is and then how exactly to manifest that dream so it's all the the unknown working parts uh, of the 11th insight which of course is what's about the power of prayer about how you know the law of attraction, how to do that. Um, now I believe we're getting more information, trial and error, is some of it, but also we're we're just getting a clarity born of experience right now mm-hmm. on really really how to manifest these dreams, and uh, it's a step by step way I believe that we're discovering, and I've that's what's uh, what I've uh, called in the in the uh, in the twelfth insight. Uh, these integrations that we're making, right? So uh, in this um, this integration, you said uh, one's integration is holding one's spiritual truth. How do how do we do that? Well, you know, it's 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 first honoring that value, having a value for truth, uh, and it's it's a very uh, it's it's a, a kind of self perception that you start with, in which we first discover. How we're inauthentic, and we we have a, a we we know that there's a lot of inauthenticity around us. Uh, but the first step is to come back to a value of being radically truthful, and that means you know not man, not manipula- manipulating other people's view of us to increase our sense of status or to to uh, deceive somebody into buying a product to close the deal. Or just making things more convenient uh, in terms of our interactions with others by just you know telling that white lie, not having to deal with you know the issue of truth between ourselves and another person, and and um, 
you know, there are a lot of working parts. And one of the reasons that we're doing this, I believe very strongly, is that we're becoming more, uh, you know, the more we become centered in truth, the more we can recognize untruth, uh, because that's the clarity we get. And what's happening really is that people, we're becoming, we have a sixth sense now for whether people are being authentic with us or whether they're, you know, uh, have a hidden agenda. Right. So this is uh, this is a uh, a huge huge development in in my view, uh, you know, as just from a point of view of an observer and, and, and what's happening in my own experience, uh, because as soon as you know as we develop this sixth sense for for authenticity, then pretty soon lies will be obsolete, you know, as we we all gain in consciousness, then it will. Everybody will recognize that it does no good to deceive. It does no good to shade the truth for whatever reason, because the person we're talking to already knows if we do. And uh, you know, it's it's almost like a, a huge burden has been lifted off uh, human consciousness because yeah. we're moving into a place where we can practice authenticity and therefore become more authentic. And then, of course, our consciousness just grows from that uh, in steps, as as, uh, I uh, seek to point out in the book. Absolutely. And one of the pathways that you point out so well in the book is uh, the spiritual experience called synchronicity. And it's just a major character in the book. So can we talk a little bit about that? What what are the characters doing as they're following this synchronicity? Well, of course, synchronicity uh, uh, was a term coined by Carl Jung in the 19th century. Uh, and what he was talking about is the perception of meaningful coincidences, realizing that there are things that happen to us that are are go beyond just chance events. They're there in order to show us something, uh, to reveal something at just the right time for our, 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 our consciousness to... Uh, continue to expand, our soul's dream to become uh, uh, real to us, and how how to make the news. There are windows of opportunity uh, that we can walk through to have a fuller life if we pay attention and, and learn to keep these things going. Everybody has them. Uh, we all have these mysterious ways that we find a new job or we have found our spouse or, um, you know, you... you they're just there. Could you look back on it and you say, "Wow, you know, that was a series of events that changed my life." Yeah. You know, I wonder if that was the hand of fate. You know, providence acting in the world. And of course, it is. You know, there there are all these mysteries if we pay attention to them. Uh, and so it's when we honor truth, we we get clear about uh, these. You know, they become meaningful to us, you know, these, these chance events suddenly happen, and, we, and what we're doing is learning to expect them and, and attend them, them and, and have patience waiting for them. Uh, and it's a, it's a kind of, again, it's that centering into a calm place where we're able to slow down uh, and observe, uh, you know, this, uh, the mysteries that are seeking to, to lead our lives forward toward a certain destiny. And so slowing down, of course, is is uh, a big thing in uh, getting centered, so that this can we can begin begin to perceive these these mysteries. 
Right, right, and and to perceive them and to also be able to engage them is that is that a part of it as well in terms of putting it in the mundane? You just yeah. You, not only are you going to say, I mean, it's kind of like when I go in a bookstore. There's a book that calls me from the shelf, and I follow that, <laughs> you know. But if I didn't follow it, I wouldn't get the rich experience. Well, what's yes, exactly. It, uh, you know, we do. We are learning to take advantage of these synchronicities, in other words, and it's. Listen, it's always or, or, or so often uh, conversations with people, you know, and there's a there's integration that I describe in the book that I think we're making where we're uh, we're looking for uh, a deeper conversation with people because that's where the spiritual juice is. That's where the synchronicities happen. So I think that uh, uh, you know what uh, uh, what we're learning to do is 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 just make these little changes in how we operate. You know, first we have to be be willing to tell the truth, and then we realize that if we tell the truth in 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 a in a way that uh, intending to be helpful to the other person, I mean, really intending that, make that little change in the habit of conversation with people, where you uh, you you're seeking to help them with what with, with the truth you know, uh, and. Uh, what happens is that we start to think of things to say to other people, and we realize that we're, you know, there's a there's a kind of intuitive guidance that we're connecting with that brings up things to say or, or, or brings up thoughts of what we can do to be of service to the people that we're in relationship with or that we are together and have a chance conversation in an elevator with. Mm-hmm. It's that process that just deepens experience and conversation. So again, that's another one of the integrations that uh, is is just a small tweak in how we carry on uh, our lives. But it's a small tweak. All these are small tweaks that uh, make all the difference in the world. Yes, they do, because those little bitty things all through a day are how we make our choices, aren't they? And they make the day. That's right, and we, they make our lives. I mean, because we're moving from, you know, I like to say we're moving from uh, a culture that uh, too much just talks small talk to each other to to, uh, to talking big talk with each other, you know, mm-hmm. deep stuff about uh, the things we're going through in our lives as, as our as our journeys unfold and and uh, sharing that with other people and, and realizing that out of that we can be a synchronicity for someone else and they can be a synchronicity for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you also talk about uh, this uh, it, that being a part of the mysterious influence that people have over one another, but there's also more to that. So can you tell us how that works? Well, once we center in truth, I think what we have to talk about first is how we change the karmic response of the universe. I mean, we all uh, we all believe in uh, that what goes around comes around. You know, if you look at all the polls, you see that that people, uh, you know, up to ninety percent believe there's a karma uh, that takes place in the universe. And and the idea is to uh, what we're learning, I should say, is to get in harmony or in alignment with the way the universe is spiritually designed. And uh, what we're realizing, again, coming back to the truth, you know, if we're telling the truth to others in, with an attitude of service, the the universe rewards that. It's designed to reward that. So the people that we draw into our lives become those who do the same thing. 
mm-hmm. for us. They're acting in service, and they're telling the truth. Now, if we don't, if we if we keep those little habits of not telling the whole truth or trying to make ourselves look good or closing the deal with, an, with a deception, what, what we draw into our universe or into our world uh, to us is people that act that same way. In other words, we are given back to us what we give out, and not as a punishment, but as a, uh, a just to show us what our behavior does to other people by having drawing those same types into our lives. And in other words, if if we deceive, we're not truthful. We draw into our lives people that also deceive and aren't truthful, and sometimes you know mislead us totally, and our our lives tend you know tend to go in circles. Uh, because of the karmic response. And again, this is not a punishment. This is to show us, and listen, psychotherapists have known this forever, you know, that the whole transference thing is that, is that uh, you know, that is, is an evidence of this karmic response. Uh, and, you know, all, the simple thing about it, the clear thing about it, is we can turn that around just by practicing this kind of radical truth saying, without a hidden agenda and what we we draw those same types into us and they become a synchronicity and our synchronicity comes more often absolutely absolutely well we're going to be talking more about that whole process the 12th insight with james redfield in just a few more minutes so stay tuned we'll be back for more for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. Mark your calendar for the Institute of Noetic Sciences' 14th Biennial Conference, Noetic 2.0, Tools and Technologies for a World Transforming, July 20th to the 24th at the Weston Market Street Hotel in the heart of San Francisco. Deepak Chopra, Edgar Mitchell, Joanna Macy, and others will help you navigate a world transforming. Registration is now open and space is limited, so sign up now to join the ION's global community in July 2011. For more information, go to www.noetic.org. Want to change your life? The New York Open Center can help. We offer hundreds of ongoing classes, workshops, and professional trainings that heal the body, nurture the spirit, and awaken your true potential. Visit opencenter.org to check out our programs in holistic health, self-development, spiritual practices, creative arts, and much more. With our wellness services, bookstore, and cafe, we're an oasis in the heart of the city. And with Open Center Online Learning, you no longer have to be in New York to take classes. Visit opencenter.org today. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network.
You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. The Authentic Living Show is sponsored by the Institute of Noetic Sciences, dedicated to expanding science beyond conventional paradigms. Founded by Apollo 14 astronaut Edgar Mitchell, IONS is a nonprofit research, education, and membership organization whose mission is supporting individual and collective transformation through consciousness research, educational outreach, and engaging in a global learning community in the realization of human potential. You can join that learning community at www.noetic.org. And we're talking today with James Redfield about his latest book, The Twelfth Insight, a uh, very exciting conversation. And, and one of the things that's exciting right now with regard to this, The Twelfth Insight is the strange new things that are happening in our world uh, uh, with regard to what happened in Egypt, and we've got this thing going on in Libya now. And uh, so can, can you talk a little bit about how, that, how The Twelfth Insight is, is a phenomenon that's interacting there? Absolutely. I mean, uh, again, this... You know what I believe is the twelfth insight is 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 coming in. You know, it's we're we're all together feeling uh, these urges and and it's and it's you know returned integrity and it's all showing up in in our actions. And um, I think what's happening in Egypt and all over the Middle East really uh, is these urges, uh, especially people that are connected into the internet over there uh, and who who have a a web of influence on each other. Uh, it was just—it's just an amazing story, you know. It's a lot. It was the, the very beginning in Egypt. I mean, uh, Tunisia was was uh, spontaneous as well, but especially in Egypt, you know, you had these people who uh, were just on Facebook. You know, they put up one real uh, de- a Facebook page dedicated to someone that had been killed by the secret police, uh, a, biz- a young businessman, and they. They honored his his death in a big way, and and people just networked around that page and started to network with each other. The um, the Google executive got involved that has become so famous now there. And what happened was they just set a date. Let's meet in the square. Let's 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 you know let's show that we don't want to put up with this level of corruption anymore. And 250,000 people showed up. Mm. I mean, it was a spontaneous of that spontaneous. Yeah. And um, and it's just uh, yeah. And, and the call, you know, the, the majority was a call for uh, you know openness and honesty and the democratic uh, institutions, uh, the return to dem- dem- well, actually the initiation of the democratic uh, institutions in that country. So. It's pure twelfth insight because that's the urge that we're all feeling. You know, we all want to do something about the corruption. Now, certainly there are factions over there that uh, aren't as uh, pure of heart, you might say, uh, trying to take advantage of this. And uh, but I, I think in its in terms of the spontaneous current part of it, it really is reflective of this thing that's happening now. I would like to also talk about the Mayan calendar for just a minute because sure. I think it's very, very interesting. Um, I think that certainly 
many people have explored this, and and uh, I think the consensus is coming back around to the fact that uh, you know it's not uh, it's not a prediction of doomsday, uh, but the best scholars you know have really I think established a clarity about uh, the calendar. It is a timetable that predicts something, uh, but what it predicts is it will start to tune in to this wave of consciousness. You know, the Mayans really called it the ninth step in creation, a whole new step in creation. We would think of it maybe as a the kind of evolution of consciousness. Uh, but they they called for it uh, for our time period, which is amazing, you know, as old as that calendar was, for it to be now coming uh, to uh, a full cycle where it ends with this ninth wave of creation. And the important part about that, I think, is that it's not waiting to 2012 to begin. Uh, you know, this is coming in right now. We can start to feel it. Hence, we see all these uh, uh, these examples of people taking action and whistleblowers, uh, you know, uh, corrupt officials and corrupt business practices are getting busted all over the place because people are taking action. They they want to stand for something better and greater in a more ideal uh, government and, and financial environment around them. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's 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 very uh, amazing that uh, this is this is coming in. But as the Mayans also said, it's not it's not as some kind of imposed ascension. You know, this is not what's happening. It has to be tuned into. We have to co-create it. And and that's the really the content of the of the twelfth insight uh book. You know, it's 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 an attempt uh to you know, take a reader on the journey of exploring and seeing the reality of what's happening. Uh and and it's it's and it's about that process of tuning in. We're we're tuning in. What's happening to us is it it's more of a it's a return to honesty. And in that state of honesty, we can download more uh, of our highest self, more activation of the the, the brain tuner that we have, you know, that brings in a new consciousness. And it's it's all of us experiencing that as as individuals that gives us its grassroots character. You don't see anybody preaching this, follow me, I'm going to lead you, you know. That's not what's happening. What's happening is that we're discovering it for ourselves and coming aware of what that is and actually how we do it. How how do we tune in spiritually? That information, I believe, is coming in right now. Yeah, and it's such a such an interesting paradigm shift in the fact that you know the old uh, traditional paradigm of man and God was that it was you know it. God was out there, and we were down here, and we were never the twain shall meet unless through some kind of ritual or prayer, and that we, you know, we couldn't we couldn't be a part of the process. That maybe the process would happen to us, but we couldn't be a part of the process. And now, what you're saying is is so clearly about oneness, because it has to do with we are the process. Yeah, and we we manifested in a way that you know the ego. The ego steps aside and realize that there's a soul's dream. You know that one of the reasons the law of attraction was went astray is because we thought anything we wanted to dream up that our ego wanted could be manifested, mm-hmm. and things can be manifested. Look at the people that win the lottery. 
Yep. But it has it has karmic reflections and you know, lessons involved. And you see what happens to most people that uh, win the lottery. Uh, you know, they just uh, their worlds, their lives fall apart. Yeah, they weren't ready for it. So yeah, and and I just think I just use that as an example because. It really is a kind, of da- a kind of download. Our greater self is being downloaded into this ego self that, that we've always thought uh, we were, with, with all its inhibitions and its need to, you know, deceive people, to create more status, you know, and to try to get people to think better of us and this need to control in order to feel more secure. All those things will drop away when we individually come to this download so that we're we're more of the consciousness of the divine as it as we act in the world and that's why we have this this soul's dream to to help make the world better each person you know it doesn't mean anything big it just means to, to give our truths to people around us in a way that makes so so big a difference yeah and and how much does the what our connections i mean the 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 thing in Egypt that you just described where Facebook was incremental to that process, you know, how much of that has to do with our increase in co- in uh, technology, which of course also came about as an increase in consciousness. consciousness. So it's a real interesting process to watch. Well, it is. I mean, we're connected. We, we can connect with thousands of people electronically as though we were, as though it was just one person we were connected with. I mean, it is, it is a uh, a, a wave of unity, in a sense, where we all realize we're we're all alike, mm-hmm. and uh, that's especially important among the religions because uh, you know we're in a world now where each religion wants to impose itself, or a lot of them, the bigger ones, want to impose themselves on all the others. Um, and what's what's really happening, though, at the grassroots level, is that people who uh, who believe deeply in one religion or another, realize that the level of this experience we've been discussing, this tuning in experiences, downloading the rest of our spiritual consciousness, we're all the same. You know, it's the experience of spirituality, uh, the, way, the way it really feels, is exactly the same no matter which religious point of view we're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that brings us to the whole idea of oneness intention. What is that? I mean, we have just a few minutes before the break, so if you can tell us a little bit about what that means. Well, it's one of the, you know, these these integrations that I think we're making, which means downloading a little bit more of uh, our larger consciousness, um, each of them builds upon the other uh, so that they go in sequence. And just and it's, you know, if you're honorable over little, you're given much. So it's that, it's that, spiritual principle in action. And, uh, you know, once we tell the truth in service, get karma working for us, then, of course, we tune in to a greater intuitive guidance and more synchronicity happens. And pretty soon we realize that there's a deeper connection we can have with all the people in our lives and that that amplifies everything even more. And that I'm calling the oneness intention, and I call it that just because if you look out there at the books that are being written and the chatter on the Internet and the polls that uh, that talk about what people believe right now, and, you know, the oneness is, is a very key word out there. And uh, 
but I think it's an experience. You know, it's just not a word or a concept. It's an experience that we discover. And I think it's very purely this. You know, when we intend to have a oneness connection, not with the ego of another person, but with the highest, not wisdom and 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 uh, higher self of that person, then what occurs is that. Uh, suddenly both people speak from a higher knowledge and wisdom. And from that, again, all, all the dreams, uh, the ways to manifest our dreams to be of service out there in the world just amplify. Absolutely. All right, well, we'll be back in just a few more minutes with more from James Redfield. Stay tuned. for a transforming world. 7th Wave Network. Mark your calendar for the Institute of Noetic Sciences 14th Biennial Conference, Noetic 2.0, Tools and Technologies for a World Transforming, July 20th to the 24th at the Weston Market Street Hotel in the heart of San Francisco. Deepak Chopra, Edgar Mitchell, Joanna Macy, and others will help you navigate a world transforming. Registration is now open and space is limited. So sign up now to join the ION's global community in July 2011. For more information, go to www.noetic.org. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. You live for the first in your child's life. But how do you cope with the first that come after your child is diagnosed with cancer? CureSearch.org connects you to the doctors and scientists whose collaborative research has turned childhood cancer from a nearly incurable disease to one with an overall cure rate of 78%. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. 7th Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with our final segment with James Redfield. And I want to spend just a few minutes, uh, if you will, James, talk, talking about how the audience might be able to connect with you or what events you've got coming up. I know you're on tour right now, so tell us about that. 
Well, uh, you know, the simplest way to do it is to Google James Redfield, and it all comes up. And uh, we have, you know, the 12th Insight has its own site, and the 12th Insight.com. And then uh, we have a, a, another website uh, that's CelestineVision.com. But, it, you know, it'll, it'll all come up. And, you know, there we're uh, talking about this book, and uh, we have a global prayer project that uh, uh, is uh, based on on uh, this 12th insight that's emerging out there. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're having a lot of fun. I am having a lot of fun roaming around talking about all this because people immediately start to sense that this 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 wave of consciousness is really happening. It's deeply spiritual. It's not abstract and unclear. It's 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 coming to a place where the clarity is is uh, is, is is there about how to live in a way where our lives go easier and better and and more and we become more fulfilled because our soul's dream uh, dreams begin uh, begin to come out. And uh, so it's very exciting for me to talk about. Yeah, yeah, and so you're going to be traveling internationally as well as nationally, right? Yeah, you know, the book uh, is, is, by the end of the month, it'll be out in, uh, I don't know, 20 countries. And uh, so, uh, you know, this tour is going to uh, take me uh, uh, from here uh, to uh, into uh, uh, San Diego and Portland and Seattle and uh, uh, Chicago, and we're doing a one-day workshop in Chicago. Again, all that will come up on the websites when you Google me, but um, love for people who've uh, heard some of the conversation to uh, to come join us on any of these at any of these points, you know, because uh, it, it's uh, it's something that I believe we're all tuning into again at the same time, and it's just a matter of understanding and, and discussing it until uh, you know it becomes a different way to live life, a spiritual way that's clear and and one can prove to oneself the uh, works. Yep, that's right. So, okay, uh in terms of uh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention on your website there are you are also asking for f- people to write in about their own 12th insight experiences, is that correct? That's right, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a forum there uh on selfingvision.com. Uh and we uh, uh would love to hear you know what what are people's experiences about this? Yeah, because yeah. again, you know, it's happening to all of us. Yep. And so, any of you who are living in the cities that he mentioned, check that out in your local news and also on the on the website. And you know, if you've got your own twelfth insight experience to share, please feel free to do so on his site as well. Um, I have a couple more questions just before we leave because I want to make sure that our readers uh, can can sort of tap into this as well as they're reading the book. One of the primary uh, principles of the book, and when you get all the way to the end of the book, is the idea of the presence. And that we hear that term used so many ways in different religions and in different um, perspectives, and I want to here, what do you mean when you say the presence? And well, again, that's you know that's the uh, integration of all the integrations, you know, and, and at, at the book, of course, brings that all together clearly. Uh, but I think it's uh, you know to think of that as a uh, the best way to think of it is a as a, a super connection uh, that we make with the greater part of ourselves, is, and that's that connection with the divine. You know, we're we're uh, 
nothing uh, other than this larger connection we have with this divine energy that animates us in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, the alienation and fear that you see out there in the world is because, you know, people have uh, just counted on that in an abstract way. Yeah, I believe, but then living pretty much materially after that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of um, getting in alignment, and there's a number of integrations that bring us into a greater alignment with how to get this universe to turn on for us. Uh, we're guided, synchronicity happens, mysterious coincidences uh, occur that we can take advantage of, and it's all about a way our soul wants to be of service in the world, and it's the greatest inspired life one can live. Life is not supposed to be this hard, and that's what we're realizing, you know, with all the challenges, you know. Deception and corruption has not made the world easier to live in. It's made it harder. And we know now that the only way to make make life easier and more effective and, and productive is to step into a spiritual path, and, and that's the proof. The evidence is it works. And this super connection is that final download of who we really are. And it just makes us larger, more clear. Uh, we can answer questions that people ask of us truthfully because, you know, we're just wiser at that point. We have all these ideas that spontaneously come that help us uh, uh, help others and, yeah. uh, and be a living example for others. So this super connection is the animating force that uh, that we're learning uh, as the sort of ultimate way to live spiritually. And, and the, uh, it's very clear now, and possibly for the first time, we can say, you know, there's clarity developing on how to live the spiritual life. Yeah, yeah. So, and that and that presence can literally be felt and and walked in. Well, it it becomes it becomes you, and yeah. uh, and what, what you know, and the greater message there is that the more that we're filled with this connection, the more we have influence on other people, and it works this way. You know, remember, there's only like four people separating us from anyone in the world. Uh, somebody we knows know knows somebody that uh, out there who know knows somebody out there who knows somebody out there who can reach, uh, be connected to any one person that we're trying to connect with. So this is a, this, this presence, this integration, this, this larger lived spirituality is contagious to other people. It radiates out from us. When we walk in a room, we bring that into the room. Uh, it's what charisma really is at, at its basis. Yep. Because we, we uplift people if we're carrying that connection in, in every room that we walk into. Now this, I know people listening know exactly how much this rings true. It's, it's human destinies, each of our individual destinies. And we can go out and spread that contagion to one person who spreads it to another person who spreads it to another person who is the person that happens to know the terrorist that's about to strap on the bomb. And that person in this with this contagion, with this consciousness, can reach that person. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, James, for that for that wonderful information. And listen, next week we're going to be talking to Marianne Williamson about her latest bestseller, A Course in Weight Loss. Seriously, you don't want to miss that. And remember, your job, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself. Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week.